Hi, so this week was wild and uh, for a lot of different reasons, but like my own personal stuff, I don't even want to talk about right now because I want to talk about what's going on with Travis Scott and Astro World, like the rest of the country. Um, I love concerts a lot. Like I haven't talked about them on here in a long time. Time. Like, well, really ever since this, like, this thing started, because I didn't start doing this until, um, until COVID had been going for a while. So, like, I haven't been able to go to a show in a really long time because of COVID, but, like, I regularly, like, when the world is normal, I go to shows at least a few times a year, because going to, like, concerts is honestly one of my most favorite things to ever do. Um, like, this is kind of ironic, but in therapy this past week, we were figuring out, like, what, like, a positive memory I could think about was, um, like, because when you do EMDR, you need to think of, like, a positive place, um, that you can go to when, like, the memories from EMDR gets to be, like, too much to almost, like, calm yourself back down and take a break when you're going, like, really in-depth into, like, this really traumatic things and so like we decided that like concerts would be like my thing because it is true that like usually usually going to a concert is like one of the rare things in life where you're pretty much guaranteed to have a great time whenever you go that like as long as the audience like not the audience as long as the artist comes on stage you're gonna have a nice time like you can go to see movies and have them disappoint you Like, you can go to, like, a sports thing, like, a whatever sport it happens to be, and, like, have, like, your team lose, or something that you thought was going to happen didn't happen. Like, that's part of the unpredictability of sports and why people enjoy it, but it's still possible. Like, there's been times I've gone to, like, Brewer games, and they've, you know, lost or played, like, garbage, and it's not any, even though I had fun, it's not as much fun, but, like, usually when you go to a concert you're pretty much guaranteed to have a nice, a great time, except for when the artist does things to basically kill you. (sighs) Um, so yeah, so I feel like I can talk about this because I've been to a lot of different shows. I've been to rock shows. Um, I've just been to a lot of shows in general where the crowd is like general admission, which is like when there isn't like assigned seats or anything like that, which is what a lot of festival type shows like this that happened yesterday with Astro World is like. Um, and this situation is like the worst. It's horrifying. Like the more time goes that goes by, the more like the more like eyewitness accounts and videos keep popping up, the more like security guards in the past that have worked Travis Scott shows where similar things happened there. So, like, this is, like, a pattern of behavior that he's done for a while. Like, there's been people that have been injured at other, at other shows he's done before. Um, like, his former manager, when he first, like, became popular, it has talked about, like, talked about the fact that one time he had a seizure, and Travis Scott just, like, left him when he was having a fucking seizure at one of his shows, um, it's, like, horrifying, like, even the statement that he made, we know now is not accurate, like, during the statement, he basically said 
that he didn't know until after that people had died. And, like, even if he didn't know that people were dead, like, there's video of him looking at fans that are, like, passed out being taken out of the show. And there's video of him seeing, like, a fan be given CPR. And he just keeps going. (laughs) So, like... That alone is bad enough anyway, but we also know now, because, like, the Houston Police Department has said so, that they told, like, him and his team that this was a mass casualty event and that they needed to stop playing, and he continued playing his set for 40 more minutes. So that's not even true. (laughs) Um... This is just horrendous. Like, I don't even know. So, a lot of the questions people have, I understand maybe why. Because when you look at, like, pits or like that, or like I call it pits, but just like, you know, where there's a huge crowd of people that don't have seats and, like, the idea of, like, a mosh pit at a rock show, it seems like a scary, dangerous thing. But most of the time, like, when you're at a show like this, people like who are in the crowd with you you try to like take care of each other because you don't want to get you don't want anyone to get hurt you don't want anyone to like you know even lose anything like I remember once I don't even remember what show this was but I remember that I was at a show and everyone was starting to like walk out and somebody was saying that they had like lost their debit card or something like that during the show and everyone around just like stopped moving and started like looking down on the ground until we found it and gave it to them and before we like walked out and left like that's the kind of thing like when you're in like a mosh pit kind of big crowd like that like it sounds weird because you there you're around people a lot of the times you end up around people that you don't even really know um but you do try to take care of each other And, like, there's all these stories online right now about people who've talked about, like, one time their glasses fell off and everyone around them, like, stopped, made everyone stop until they could find them and give them back to them. One time their, like, phone fell out of their pocket and people gave it back to them. Like, one time they lost a shoe and, like, somehow they were able to get it back by the end of the night. Um, There's just this general idea that, like, people, when you go to shows like that, you know that the crowd's going to get rowdy, especially when, like, the main act comes on stage for the first time. But you also, like, you know, nobody wants to actually get hurt. Everyone kind of just wants to help each other out. That's, like, part of, like, what is so great usually about concerts, especially the shows that I like to go to where there aren't really seats, because you're all like in the same place at the same time you don't really know each other but you don't really need to know each other because you all have this like love for this artist and you just kind of like enjoy like what you're doing with these like perfect strangers and just this like love for the music and how much how it makes you feel and all that kind of stuff you're able to like let all like the weirdness people usually have go about being around people that they don't know because you enjoy this thing so much and you can just Like, there's been so many times where people I don't even know at shows, we've, like, interacted and had a nice time. Um, But, like, since I've done this before, like, I cannot even say, like, how insanely dangerous it is 
that Travis Scott, like, went on stage and told the audience to break down the barriers, the barricades, like, and that that is something that he's, that he does at multiple shows, like, that is, you're basically sacrificing the fans at the, at the front, and you know that you're doing that, like, that's, that's, like, I don't know what, I have a general idea at this point, like, why he does this shit. Like, he thinks that, like, the whole thing of, oh, everyone goes, like, craziest at my show and it's supposed to be, like, wild and no inhibitions and blah, all this other stupid bullshit. Um, and so, like, I get that general idea and he thinks that he's, like, the hottest shit if everyone loses it the most at his shows. But, like, the thing that I think is really important about this is that in his, like, statement that we know now is not true, where he said, like, oh, I didn't know that people were dead until after the show was over, he was fine with everything else that was happening, that means he just regrets this now because people are dead. Like, you shouldn't be okay with the fact that, like, you're, that, like, like, even if the 11 people who are now dead did not die. Um, even if they were all just, like, injured, but they were able to survive that concert, your show should not put your fans in the hospital. Like, you're not, like, a badass, like, rock musician if you hurt your fans. Like, if your fans are make taking, like, a risk by going to your show, that is not something that should ever happen other rock artists don't do this they don't like that is like him going on like so I've uh, I've been to a couple um my chemical romance shows like before like COVID happened I was actually hoping that they would come back to where I live on tour so that I could see them again um because I saw them a couple times back in the like back in like 2012 2013 they were really good live and anyway so one of those shows that I went to I ended up me and a couple of my friends we like waited out in line all day and got like uh front row of where we were seeing them where we're on the barricade and like the time between like the last opening act and when the main act comes on stage there's always that time there's always a lot of like pushing and stuff in the crowd because people are trying to get as they're trying to shove themselves up as close as they possibly can to the stage and like when the and then when like the main act comes on stage and plays like their first song that first song is always just like there's always just like a lot of usually there's like a lot of pushing and it's more just you're, like, singing along to it and enjoying yourself, but it's more, like, just the overt, like, happiness and excitement that this person that you love, you're, they're on stage and you're getting to see them. And so, like, during the first song and, um, and then during, like, their, like, big, like, their best known songs, people in the crowd at the My Chem show I went to would push forward and like during the first song they were pushing forward a lot and the barricade like there's usually like metal bars on it and you when you push when they push you forward into the barricade enough which was happening at that show at when they first came out um 
there's like the bars they're like like by like your chest and then by your like by your stomach and so I was being like pushed into it like I couldn't stop myself from being pushed into it and it sucks it hurts when that's happening but here's the difference though my chemical romance like Gerard Way is their main singer after the first song he did a whole speech thing like that a lot of rock stars do like rock artists do when they first get on stage besides like the normal like saying hi to the audience he said like don't push forward I can see like this much like I can see people being squished don't squish people in the front because that is just what is going to happen like every rock artist knows that that's what happens when they first come on stage regardless and they say things like that to try to stop people from doing that so that like the crowd calms down and it doesn't get worse but like having that experience and like I've been at other shows like when it's been like really hot in like the venue because it's like a sold out show and the venue has like no air conditioning or circulation is awful where like I felt like um I was gonna faint like there was one show in particular that I went to that I like had to leave the pit to go sit down because it was so hot in the venue it was like it felt like it was over 100 degrees in the venue the entire time so I like was almost going to faint so I had to leave so I can very much understand after having that experience why like the original eight people that we know of maybe now all 11 of them died from cardiac arrest because when it's like when bodies are like being pushed into you like that and it's really hot because of all of the people all in one place this also happened in texas so it's probably still warm outside but just like the entire thing of people being pushed into you and especially you not being able to stop them from doing that like it's so that that is that's creating an environment where they're going to go into cardiac arrest because they can't breathe because you don't have a chance to like catch your breath when people are pushing you into the barricade and like every artist knows that that happens when they come on stage every artist knows that like that's why it's horrendous that he went on stage and willingly told his audience to break the barricade like he knew what was going to happen when he did that he knew that the people in the front were going to get all of that like they're the ones on the barricade so if the barricade gets broken they're the ones that are being like that are gonna get really hurt they're the ones that are gonna like that's what happens they're that's why they died because he said that and like the and especially as like the main artist like telling your fans to do that like that just makes it happen even more like just from like times I've been at shows where we've been like trying trying to yell at the at like the artist to get their attention about something that's going on to get them to tell the person to stop that every time the artist tells someone to stop it always works um the thing that is horrible for this for me is that because I've been at shows a lot I know that the people in the audience who were hurt or the people who died or the people who were around the people who died I know that they were probably screaming for help, like, the entire time before he even came out on stage, and then when he was out on, like, they were probably screaming for help his entire set, and he just, like, 
kept playing. Like, I can't even imagine that feeling, like, because the times when things like that had been happening of shows that I've gone to, the artist always stops and says, stop this, like, stop hurting people. And it's just, it's not, it's unforgivable that he told them to break the barrier on the barricade on purpose, knowing what would happen to the people who are at the front. And, like, the people at the front of his shows were the ones that would have waited in line before they let you into the venue for the longest amount of time. Like, that's how you get, like, those spots. You sit there all day waiting to get in because they're your favorite artist and you want to be as close to the stage as possible. Like, it's so... It, I don't even know what to say, like, like, the one thing that has happened that is, like, a very, like, mixed feeling, but makes me feel good, but also sad, at the same time, is that, like, somebody, when this, when the news of this broke yesterday, uh, a Linkin Park fan from the fandom that I actually was, like, somewhat aware of when I was in that fandom a lot, um, posted a clip of them, because they there's multiple times where they have stopped a song like midway through because they can see someone in the audience getting hurt like and so they posted this clip from um like like a long time ago like 2000 2001 when they were like pretty new and they had like a huge crowd like the level that like travis scott's crowd was and they were back then they were like young travis scott is 30 fucking years old and he is doing this shit that is causing kids to die. Like, at the time that that video that went crazy viral on Twitter was posted of Linkin Park, they were, like, probably, like, 23, 24. They were, they were young. And they're in the middle of one of their songs, and they just stop because they can see that one person fell in the crowd and isn't getting back up. So they stop the whole thing, and right away, Chester's like, get, pick him up, pick him up. And they're saying, like, all we care about is you guys being safe. We'll play this entire song over again as long as you guys are okay. And you hear, like, the crowd cheer at them. And Chester, and it's viral everywhere, so you probably, you might have seen it already. But, like, Chester says, like, what, what did we say earlier? What happens when, what happens when someone falls down and the crowd, like, chants back at them? You pick them back up. And he says, and he says it again. What happens when someone falls down? You pick them back up. Like, that was, like, something that Linkin Park did. That was their thing that they did at the beginning of every show to tell people, like, no, this is not, like, don't let anybody be hurt. Take care of the people around you because they didn't, they don't want anyone to get hurt. Like, there, and I posted, like, a clip from a different show that happened in 2013 that, like, was the same thing. They were doing, like, a festival kind of show like the kind that this one was where there was like a bunch of different acts that played like half hour hour long sets throughout the entire day you know like Lollapalooza and stuff does which by the way Lollapalooza had like way more people and no one got hurt at that festival show so you know um but anyway so in this like clip that I posted from 2013 is the same thing they're in the middle of a song and Chester sees someone get hurt and he tells everyone to stop playing, and he says, like, someone needs help, and they stop the whole song for, like, five or six minutes, like, the clip goes on, like, if you look up Chester Bennington, like, stop song to help fan or whatever on YouTube, multiple video, like, the first, this, the first video I mentioned, 
and the one I posted and will at least show up and like he's you like the person who films it is just somebody in like the crowd and so you can see on Chester's face like how concerned he is when security is getting the one person that fell at their show and got hurt he gets like taken out like on like a structure board thing because I don't I don't even know what happened to that person but it was enough and you could see how much it affected him and like Lincoln Park is a band that like they really cared they still care but you know Chester's not around so I say like past tense but they really really cared about their fans and they understood like the responsibility they had as a music artist as like these people came to our show they're there because of us we want them to be happy we want them to enjoy themselves we don't want anything to happen to them just because we are putting on a concert like we don't they were very sure about that from the very beginning like that they wanted to take care of their fans they wanted to make sure that their fans were okay like um mike shinoda last year he started doing like live streams um he at one point did them like every day when covid was the worst and everybody was trapped at home um now he does them a couple times a week but still like anyway he does these like streams on twitch and the first few months he did it a lot of times people would ask him for like questions for like stories about chester and there's this one story he told about like them early on again when they were pretty young and like when they were probably like seven years younger than Travis Scott is right now and they were doing when they first started before they like the way they got big like their CD came out and it became like gigantic in a way that nobody expected so like in the very beginning times they did tours with like other kind of rock or like metal groups um on like festival tours that they like didn't the kind of groups that does that do like shitty things with women like where they like would point out girls who are like flashing their boobs and like or talk about that and or like the kind of bands that honestly later on now have gotten caught for like sexual assault allegations because they were so like early on they like went on those tours then because that was before like people realized they're going to be as big as they were um and so they're on one of those festival tours the first like year or so after their cd came out and um and chester saw a guy that was like groping some of the girls that were in the crowd and he stopped the entire show like he stopped the song they were singing he stopped everything and sat there and screamed at the guy and got security to kick him out of the show and then went on this like whole rant like yelling about how horrible it was for you to do that how you and like trying to like explain why you should never touch girls at at like a show like that just because they're there and next to you in a crowd and you're smushed together doesn't mean you get to like sexually assault people and went off on this whole thing about it before continuing on with the show and like um I love Chester Bennington a lot which is why I'm talking about him but like he is not the only person who did this there's other clips that have gone viral of like Dave Grohl doing it of Kurt Cobain doing this of there's like countless artists that have stopped shows because someone was sick because someone was hurt because um 
because someone was being like sexually assaulted and they saw it like artists can see you when you're in the by the front you they can see the front of the crowd they can see what you're doing like that's the whole thing of why it's that's part of the thing of why it's so fun to be up there is like there's such a good like all the people at the front of the stage are usually huge fans because you have to like put in more effort to get to that spot so like the energy up there is just really high and you just like you like feed off of each other's energy and like seeing like being able to see see like your favorite artists see you and see them like watching you sing along to their lyrics and stuff it's just it's a really cool experience that's why being up there is so great and it's just that literally so many other artists have come like have things like this that would go out of their way to make sure that their fans are okay he is the only one like this is different this is not normal this kind of stuff does not happen at shows normally this is not the norm at all this is not okay and the fact that people got hurt at prior shows and that he just keeps doing this thing of telling his fans to break the barricade like you know what's going to happen to the people that are closest why would you take that chance why but like so what me talking about chester bennington like the clips that are going like super viral right now of him doing that it's like it's like like this amazing feeling like part of it makes me want to cry because um because it's been four and a half years since he died and it's kind of this amazing thing that it's been so long since he died and things that he did when he was alive are like making an impact on people even though he it does like it's almost like this thing of like even though he's not here anymore like if he was here right now he would be livid livid he would be so angry like taking care of his fans was a very important thing to him like it was kind of like like his his um his oldest son sometimes would get like has talked about this in interviews before that like he would get annoyed by the fact that when they would be out and about and he would be spending time with his dad that if fans came up to him and asked him for an autograph or whatever he would usually like take the time to talk to them and his and his oldest son would get upset by that and be like I want to spend time with you and he'd be like I know but they but he would say like but they also need me right now and like part of that is like Chester was a child sex abuse victim like I am and he knew that a lot of people who really really love him are have a lot of like mental health struggles like he did so he was very like he understood that and like he took the time to like really talk to people and listen to them and he would like in every meet and greet it's like a joke in the Lincoln Park like fandom that in every meet and greet the people who worked who worked for Lincoln Park would tell the fans not to hug the band because just because of worry about them getting sick and then and then them having to like cancel shows but Chester and Mike the two like main guys would always walk in there and just hug everybody especially Chester he was known for hugging everyone and like he knew that like some he could tell like he in interviews he would talk about how sometimes people would be telling him like or giving him like a letter where they'd be talking about like the sort of trauma that they went through like that's like the kind of trauma that I went through and like 
the fact that he talked about the fact that he went through that sort of thing and is out there making music makes them feel like they're not alone and so like he was it was very important to him when he was here that his fans were okay and that his fans were taken care of and that they were safe and that nothing ever happened to them because they went to a show done by him like um that's why like if he was here right now he would be losing his absolute mind um just going off on this whole entire situation and how dare Travis Scott do this how dare he create this situation how dare he watch the people in his crowd passing out needing CPR like the fact that like fans had to climb onto his stage and sit there and tell him please stop people are dying people are dead like those couple kids on that video that's out there right now on TikTok, they're literally telling, looking at him and saying, you need to stop playing. People are dead down there. And he just keeps going. He doesn't care. Like, Chester would be losing, he would have a, his entire brain would explode if he was still here being able to see that. And so it's this, like, amazing thing that videos of things he did when he was still here is, like, basically proving his point without him actually being here it's like this amazing thing of like even though everyone wishes he was still here that even though he's not he still finds a way to like affect things to show like how you should act to show like the antithesis of what the situation is he's still showing like that who he was like that good person that cared a lot about people and cared a lot about his fans like even though he's not here to advocate for his fans and talk about the things how this show is not normal these clips of him that exist are doing that even though he's not here anymore and that's like an amazing and beautiful thing but it's it's also very emotional because like the original tweet that the person did a bunch of tweets underneath it are just people in replies talking about how much they fucking miss Chester and how they're crying watching that clip because of how emphatic he is like he's in that clip he's like almost mad he's like pick him up right now and he's like being very very like upfront with the audience like you need to do this right now and um and it's just and like the clip I I posted the like 2013 YouTube clip that I saw too and like the replies to that original tweet and it has like there like a hundred and thirty thousand people have already watched this video and um it's starting to get like croak retreats from other countries and every time I like translate the words it's somebody saying like how much it's basically it's saying like how much they miss him. I wish he was still here. Like what a good person what a good light we lost like somebody who's amazing and every time I translate I'm just like fuck like I can't help but look to see what it what it says but it's just like Jesus Christ it's this like like I said it's a very mixed feeling of like this situation is horrendous but seeing people's reactions to seeing him again and seeing how much of like an effect videos that he did a long time ago like over like 20 years ago at this point like the original video that the person posted is probably from about 20 years ago that that can make people see like this is what what this is what bands should be like 
and we're like and also it's just every time things like this happen with him like when when he like pops up in play in ways like this like I never would have expected a video of him to go like mega viral right now um but like it's just a thing that I have of like it makes me feel like he won't be forgotten because that's the thing that of course everybody hates especially when somebody dies when they're young like you don't want people to like move on and forget about this person and who they really were and how amazing they were and this stuff is making me believe that maybe he won't be forgotten that like things like this will happen every once in a while to make to like remind people like this was a good person this was someone who really cared about their fans and like the thing about Chester and like Lincoln Park in general is that like there was a a couple fans who died at one of their shows so like Lincoln Park when they would do shows like overseas their shows in like Europe and China and stuff were like ginormous they're like ginormously talent a like huge beyond huge in China like they're like god (laughs) in China like they're so big there and like they're so big like in all like all over outside of the U.S. too but like especially in like they're big enough in China where they're actually able to get there and play a few shows um which is really hard to do and so there was one time they played in South Africa and um and that like there when you look if you look up their youtube channel you can find like they did like basically like vlogs almost in a way that they would put out when they were touring from like their very first tour like in 2000 2001 going forward until like they were like filming ones that they were going to put out for their 2017 tour before he died that they clearly like will probably never release um, but you can look back and watch all the other ones from all the other shows for all of those years. And so in like 2012, I think it was when they were on tour, they went to South Africa and they were playing at a ginormous, it was like a soccer slash football stadium. So there's like a hundred thousand people at that show. And, um, I feel like this is like a good point of showing like what an artist does when they're trying to take care of their fans. And like, actually has security there to help them actually has enough like paramedics and stuff so like at that at one of their shows in south africa a scaffolding like at the back of like i forget it was like outside like the arena but it was a scaffolding that was part of the arena that was up for part of their show broke and two fans like died and it was like and i think they died like when everyone was like leaving the show So, like, it was not any, this was actually something where nobody, like, the band themselves did not know that this happened until later on. And it actually had nothing to do with them. Like, a scaffolding breaking had nothing to do, that's not anything that they could have possibly ever, you know, ever helped they could have ever did. They didn't do anything to make that happen. It just was an accident that happened. And two of their fans died because of that. And they were, like, really upset. Like, there's a video on their YouTube account of them, like, really, like, scared to, like, go on stage almost the next time they had a show. Because they didn't want anyone else to get hurt. And they go through this whole, like, speech saying 
talking about the people who died and saying like please 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 watch out for each other please keep yourself safe we don't want anyone else getting hurt again and like when they call like they show them coming off the stage and they like hug like the you know like their crew and stuff like their guitar techs and everything when they're done because it was like they were worried that someone was going to get hurt and because they felt responsible and that a hundred thousand people were at that show and two people died because something broke that they had no control of and they felt that guilty and they cared that much about it and like there was not a hundred thousand people at the festival at astroworld and that many people have died and like i cannot imagine another like group ever anywhere ever like playing a show when you can look down at your crowd and see your fans being hurt and just continuing on like it's obscene like I can't imagine anyone ever doing anything like that like your fans are the reason why you're even here in the first place you should be treating them with respect like and part of the thing is so stupid is that like when you treat your fans with respect, they will, like, love you forever. Like, it's, it's been four and a half years since Chester Bennington died. And the person who posted that video and me, like, we're going around talking about the things that Linkin Park did when he's been dead for four and a half years. Like, Linkin Park will probably never play another live show ever again because he is dead. And their fans... And, like, people like me and stuff and the other people in the fandom are still out here talking and sharing the things that he did. Sharing the stories that they did to help protect their fans. Because they treated their fans so well that even though they've, they'll probably never make new music ever again, we're st- we still feel devoted to them for how, they, how well they treated everybody. And how well they treated their fans throughout all the years. Like... And there's other, like, bands in rock that I know feel the same way. Like, I know that My Chemical Romance is very similar to that feeling, too. Um, And there's just a lot of musical acts that are like that. Like, if you treat your fans really well, if you, like, every time an artist takes the time to be like, hey, stop pushing, stop hurting people, stop groping that fucking woman, get out of my show, I don't want your money you don't get to watch me tonight, get out of here, like, the crowd is always cheering a lot, because, like, that shows that this is, like, a, it makes you feel like you're, this is something you're doing together, like, a concert is supposed to be something you and the artist are doing together, you're watching them play, but, like, you're feeding off of each other, like, like, the more that the crowd, like, cheers and dances and sings along and goes crazy and shows how much they love the music they're hearing, the more the audience, like, the artist feeds off of it and keeps going and keeps getting more into it and keeps getting, it's, like, one of those things that the energy that each person has, like, creates this amazing thing together. And, like, the best artists that are the best live, that's, like, the experience you have when you see them. That's why it's so good when you see them. Sorry. Um, but that's why it's such an amazing thing when you see them. And it's so ironic that, like, like Travis Scott apparently thinks that, like, he's the baddest bitch because he, like, tells his fans to, like, break barricades and do this shit. Because, like, to compare to, like, Chester Bennington again, 
he was one of the best people ever live. Like, he, like, live, when he performed live was when he was able to kind of, like, be, to, like, act out almost like this character of who he felt, of the things he felt when he was, like, writing all the songs that he wrote. He, like, let out, like, a lot of, like, the aggression and anger and whatever that he would be feeling by acting like he was on stage. Like, there's, like, um interviews with him where he talks about how his character on stage would like spit in somebody's face but he would never ever 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 do that in real life and he wouldn't like he was almost like shy when he was being himself in real life but like when he's playing this character on stage he can let all that stuff out so like when you look at when you look up like performances of them like Linkin Park always had huge audiences everywhere they went because he was so fucking good Like, one of the things that constantly makes me so sad ever since he died that always makes me super depressed beyond the fact that he is dead is the fact that I never got to see him live. Like, because he is, like, so special that seeing somebody like that live is, like, a one... He was... It was honestly, like, a bucket list item for me to see them live, but I thought... I didn't expect him to die, so I thought that I would still have time to see him, you know? But, like, he was that kind of artist. Like, that artist that Travis Scott thinks he is, he was actually like that. But you can be like that without, like, having your fans get hurt. Like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to be, like, the hardest core person ever if it means that your fans are being, are leaving your show hurt, injured, and dead. Like, this was, like, a, it's, the thing that's horrible about this story, I think, is that there were so many instances where he could have stopped doing this and he didn't so like if this didn't happen at this show this would have happened with him at another one it was like because he just kept doing the same thing that would hurt people and it's just it's so awful like he is so done like I know that people talk about cancel culture and all this but I don't see a way that anyone can ever come back from doing something like this like you how would anyone ever trust going to a show with him ever again how would he even like you have to have like insurance when you're like a musical act to even do a tour that like help insure you if like something goes wrong like lincoln park actually sued like their insurance company that was covering them when the scaffolding fell in south africa about the fact that the scaffolding fell in south africa because they didn't want to like pay out claims having to do with it so like that's like something every artist needs like what insurance company would ever insure him knowing that there's a very high chance that they're gonna have to pay out exorbitant amounts of money to all these people because he is known for being extremely reckless and causing the death of the people who come to his show like who would ever insure him who would ever like and also as like fans how can you ever take the risk of going to a show of his when this just happened and there's a video of it everywhere so everyone knows everything that happened everyone knows that he knew about what was going on like this is like he's gonna get sued by everyone and not even even outside of being sued and he should be sued by like everyone involved and everyone involved in this whole situation like the everyone involved with this like his management team everyone is going to have to deal with this but there also is a question of like criminal activity like how do you know that 
the police are telling you this is a mass casualty event that multiple people have died and you need to stop playing so more people don't die and you just continue playing anyway because you want to finish out your set because you like being on stage like what 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 i can this be the thing that like takes all the kardashians money because i know that he's like some somehow romantically involved with one of them it's just this is just i don't know how somebody like this how you can ever go forward after something like this like it's getting to the point where i feel like his name is going to almost be like synonymous with something else like you know when when people's names almost become like slang or like a meme like saying like being like travis scott or like pulling a travis scott is going to be this situation because it's just how can how can you ever like show your face anywhere in public when like everyone just saw you create a situation where that led to 11 people dying because you are a jerk like i this is so awful